DJ and PK, it's time for the red and the blue. Kyle Gunther's coming up at the top of the hour, but right now we talk Cougars with Brian Keel, former linebacker for BYU. Brian, good morning. Good morning. How you guys doing? Good. You know, usually on a Friday, you're looking forward to a game, but I, I'm wondering how many BYU fans, and we're just going to let you speak for all BYU fans. You'll just dial in mentally, and you will channel all of their emotion. <laughs> I wonder if they're really looking forward to the game right now, because I would think this is a week to just kind of savor in it, to bask in it, back-to-back overtime wins at Tennessee and home against USC. <laughs> and I don't care what issues their programs have. Those have been big names in college football. I would say Tennessee's been a big name, and USC's been a huge name for decades. And I don't care if they're up, down, or mediocre to beat them in overtime with all the drama back-to-back weeks. Seem to hurry up. Are you just savoring this? <laughs> Savor is a perfect word. I, I saw a stat this week. Um, both Tennessee and USC are in the top 10 in terms of winningest programs in college football. And uh, so with, we, this is the first time we played Tennessee. And um, after having beat USC for the first time, BYU has wins over every program in that top 10. It's kind of a cool stat. Um, they're actually 13 and 16 all time against the top 10 programs. But yeah. Exactly what you said. I mean, it's Tennessee and and and, and, and USC, and, and obviously they they are down, but they the, the name on the back of their jersey it means something, and the history in those programs they mean something, and uh, for our guys, I mean, they're, they're, those are both signature wins, and I, I just can't even begin to enumerate what that does for our recruiting, for kids, you know, that might have seen that game and, you know. It just changes their perspective on on what BYU is and who we are and what we're capable of. I think back, Brian, I think it was uh, 2006, and you guys were down there playing TCU, and your buddy David Nixon had a huge sack, and you guys won that game, and it seemed like that was the turning point that lifted that group to another level. They had emerged from the dark period of the losing seasons and from that point on man they just won a whole ton of games and i'm wondering can i maybe maybe this is overstating it but can i look at the play of zach wilson to mike assignment against tennessee you think that that might have been the play because it was an improbable play and you guys winning in tennis down at tcu was an improbable win you think that that can lift this program just that singular play that singular game and maybe turn the corner and start winning these games because obviously then they go on and win next week against sc I do. Um, in, 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 in all of sports, but especially in football, there's this. Um, it's 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 not measurable. It's 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 not tangible, but nevertheless, it's real phenomenon called momentum. And people who haven't played football, they just they don't understand um, because it's not scientific. It's not. You know, there's you, you can't you can't quantify it, but it's real. It's there, and it makes it makes a difference. And you know, you programs programs can have momentum. Uh, a defense can have momentum. You know, and 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 hand in hand with momentum is swagger and confidence. And that that win at TCU, I mean, that was one of the funnest games I've ever played in my life. It was and it was it was a turning point for us in our program and giving us momentum, giving us 
just that swagger, that confidence that we can compete with anybody. And, and I, I, I think with Kalani and his staff and uh, these young kids, and, and I, I just, I'm just so encouraged by what they've done this year. And, and, and that's the, I, I look at the last couple seasons, especially that, that four-win season that was really bad. And the product on the field was lacking energy, was lacking emotion, was lacking confidence. And I look at the team now, and even, even you know, we, 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 we didn't win against Utah, but I, aside from the turnovers, I was pleased in the way that we played against Utah. And obviously we'll like to win, but I was, I was very encouraged by what I saw. And then obviously we got great wins the next two weeks. This, this team, the, the potential that's there, and in terms of Cougar Nation, I mean, you know as well as I do, we like to drink that blue Kool-Aid. So <laughs> I'm sure Cougar Nation's going nuts right now. <laughs> I can only imagine. You know, I, I totally buy the momentum. You can't, you can't see it, but you can feel it. And you can be, sometimes you can be like six stories in the air in a press box, and you can feel it. You know what's going to happen on the field. Hey, Team A is not stopping Team B. Team B's got the mojo. So I get all that, but in, I'd say, two of the last four seasons, a a couple games remind me a little bit of this Washington setup. Back in 2015, uh, BYU wins in Nebraska on the Hail Mary, and they beat Boise State. And then they lose a one-pointer to UCLA, and they got a fourth big game in four weeks, and they go to Michigan. They just get run off the field. They just spend so much energy. It's hard to be on every week. They weren't on. Michigan was good and at home, and they were on, and it got ugly. And even last year, uh, it was a decent start to the season, but and they had that big win at Wisconsin and also beat Arizona. But went to Washington, and it just got out of hand. Now, this is a home game, and those were road games, but there's a part of you that says this is where the schedule's too much. This is so many big-time teams, and you can't be on every week. You can't really have the adrenaline rush every week. Or you're not worried about that? No, I am. Washington is a fantastic program. I, It's hard to see where they are this year. Um, they, they lost the one you know, legit team that they played, and it was a weird game with the rain delay and everything. So you can't it's, you can't really gauge uh, or learn a bunch from that. And then the other two, you know, the other two games they won handily, but they should have. So how good are they? We really don't know. Um, obviously, they're a great program, fantastically coached. They beat the brakes off of us last year. And um, I, you know, I saw uh, Joe Seminoff at the gym yesterday, running back, played with me. You know, we were talking about stuff and. One of the things that I mentioned to him with this game, and I said, you know, I don't, I don't have to win this game. Like, I don't, I don't think our guys, you know, I'm not going to be disappointed if we lose. Um, I will be disappointed if it looks like this last year. Where, I mean, last year in that game, we didn't look like we belonged. Didn't look like we belonged on the field. It didn't look like we even wanted to be on the field. And um, so that's, that's really my thing for the game. I, obviously, I want us to win, and I know that we can win. But in terms of expectations, I expect us to compete. I expect us to go into every single game and to swing and to, to claw, to punch until zero. And it looks like we're engaged. We want to be there, and we believe we should be there. To see out of my program, and so that's what I want to see tomorrow. 
How much when the coaches have success does that breed belief in the players in believing in what the coaches say? Yeah, it, it's um, it's kind of like a like a two-edged sword. It goes hand in hand. Um, different different coaches have different philosophies, different coaching styles, and then they also have a different culture that they want to that they want to instill on their players and in their locker room. And any successful program is is a group of guys that have bought into that culture. You look at Alabama; they have a certain culture. You look at Clemson; they have a certain culture. Go to the NFL. You look at the Patriots, the Patriot way. And like, like them or hate them, I, I personally don't like them, but I respect the heck out of them. Um, their culture, it works, man. It, it freaking works. And um, so, so you know, BYU and Kalani instilled, instilled this culture that it's just they're now, I think, figuring it out. And it's taken them a couple seasons to get the right staff in, in place, to get the right players, to get everybody to, get, to buy in. And I, you know, in terms of a person, he's as good of a person as you'll ever meet, and he's a fantastic football coach. And I'm just excited to do a group of his players that have bought into his his philosophy and his culture. Tyson Williams has had more carries each game from seven to seventeen to nineteen, more yards each game from forty-five to ninety-two to ninety-nine. Do you think he's going to get even more carries and more yards in this one against the Washington defense? Do you see him getting an even larger role? Yeah, I, I think. I mean, he's it, the 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 smart money is to just to just ride your horse, and um, he's a horse, man. He's he's good, and and I, I think um, each week you see how how he's more capable and and what he can do. And I don't, I don't think, you know, me personally, I'm, I don't think he should be getting 30 carries a game or, or 30 plus, because um, I like a more balanced attack, and I think Zach Wilson's the real deal. I've said that before, and I want to, I want to see Zach unleash too. So I, I like a balanced attack, and the good thing about a balanced attack is, is it opens each other up. But I think Williams is, is legit, and he's shown that he's very effective every time he gets the ball. And so I think they need to, He's, you know, he's got a hot hand, continue to ride him. You know, I think he should be our feature back. In, t- in terms of a running play, if we're going to run the ball, I think it goes to him unless he's gassed. Um, and I think, I think about in between 20 and 25 is, is, is the number that I would put it at. But, you know, that, that's just me. We'll see. All right, Brian. Well, good luck. See if you can ride the wave. You've had two weeks to savor this. We'll see if you get another one. Yeah, if we win, if we win tomorrow, you know, Cougar Nation's going to be punch drunk on that blue Kool-Aid. So watch out, guys. <laughs> All right, thanks, Brian. Brian Keel, former BYU linebacker, punch drunk on the blue Kool-Aid.